Hello, and welcome to Live Well with Jacqueline, the podcast. I'm so glad that you're here. You know who's also here? It's Frank. (laughs) Always finding me. Uh, At the time of this recording, I am a couple weeks post-jaw fracture, and I'm about 10 days out from leaving Florida to go back up to New England. I gotta say, I have enjoyed my time here. It went by way too fast, and as it always does, but this time, because I devoted, obviously, some time to healing and just recovery, it feels like, you know, this was just short. Uh, But I gotta say, any time in the sun is a good time. So I'm taking it with me, packaging it up, bringing it back to New England, sending it over to my peeps up in Northern California, WTF. I can't believe what's happening over there for you guys. And sad but true, I know how unfortunate the gray feels in the rain. You know, it's one of the reasons we escaped down here. Speaking of, this episode I think is going to resonate for a lot of you who are familiar with tracking macros and have been through a couple different types of either cuts or maintenance phases. And then you're posing the question to yourself, okay, I want to do another cut and now is the time. And then you, you get into it, but you can't get into it. Let's talk about this because I'm speaking from experience, kids. I have had what I would call two failed attempts at starting a cut in the past nine months. This is not something that I've talked about at all on Instagram. I've not mentioned it to anybody and you're hearing it here first. Now, if you pay close attention and you watch a lot of my stories and you see all of that, you may have noticed back in November, back in September, I tried in fits and starts to get into a calorie deficit without success. Now, what does that mean, okay? What that means to me is I've tried in intentional I'm going to be in a calorie deficit for a minimum of six up to eight weeks, and I'm going to be tracking my macros in my fitness pal. I'm going to be compliant 90 to 95%. I will be making sure that I am tracking everything that goes into my mouth, and I am just going to adhere. And guess what? I couldn't do it. Actually rebelled against it. Legit rebelled. Legit gave it a fucking middle finger. And I was like, whoa, dude, where's this coming from? Why am I acting like this? Surely I, I know how to do this. Listen, this is my job right now. I know what to do. But ooh, the tagline on the front of my new website, you're just not doing it. Yeah. So that's begging the question, well, why? Why was I not doing it? So this gets vulnerable. It gets vulnerable because guess what? Just because you know what you need to do doesn't mean you're going to show up and fucking do it. Because being in a calorie deficit or a cut or starting a program, timing 
matters. Mindset matters. And if you frickin' should your way into it, you are not going to like it. You are going to white knuckle your entire way through it. Or even worse, you're going to self-sabotage. And you're going to lie to yourself. Oh, I'll track during the week. But then on the weekends, fuck it. Free for all, kids. Let's giddy on up. I'll be better on Monday. Or, oh, I'll track everything and everything's going to look perfect in my fitness pal, but I'm not going to track those bites, licks, and tastes. Or, oh, Oreos, ooh, vino, did you happen? You might have, but I'm not going to log you little fuckers. And guess what? What's that going to do to your mindset? What does that do to you being the person who has shown up and been compliant the whole time in all your other cuts? It's giving you evidence that maybe... You shouldn't be doing this anymore. It's giving you evidence that maybe your mindset isn't right and that you're tainted and whoa, what if this stops working? But is that true? Or is it just the wrong time? Because you shoulded yourself all the way into it. Did you should yourself because you gained a few pounds and you're like, oh man, I gotta fucking do this again. See, told you I couldn't maintain. Did you say, oh, you know, well, this is the time of year that I always do a cut and, you know, I got to show up right now. This is what we do. It's September. We're rolling in hot to the holidays. I want to feel my best. So now is the time. I'm telling you these two because I kind of sort of, this was playing in my mind. And this is the shit I coach people on. You know, I'm just one step ahead of you, right? Like if there's nothing More vulnerable than me to say that to you. It is the fucking truth. I'm just one step ahead of you. But that's okay. It makes me relatable. I'm not perfect. I was waiting for this to actually happen for me because I knew it was going to. I was just so curious as to when. Five years deep, here we are. It happens to all the macro trackers out there. Because you know what? The first, it's, it's like the three-bite rule. The first time you do macros is fucking magic. Everybody gets ripped. They're like, oh my God, this is crazy. I can have cereal and pizza and cakes and candies and cookies and all these crazy macro things. And all of a sudden, I feel and look fit and I'm here. Whoa. And then you go into maintenance. Maybe you go into a little bit of a bulking situation. And then you're like, okay, I got back into this land. I built some more muscle. Let's do another cut. And then you're like, yeah, this is cool. I've been around this merry-go-round. I know what to do. Ain't my first rodeo. Giddy on up. And so you're feeling good. But you didn't have that 30 pounds to lose again. You had like five. And you did it. And it was great. And it was for a shorter period of time. Okay, this works. Now you go to live in maintenance. And you're in maintenance for a long ass time as you should be. Fine. What is maintenance actually? Maintenance means you're eating at your level of calories that your body needs every single day to just run you like a computer. Okay? You're just holding on to that weight. You're steady. Your body weight's dynamic, by the way. It swings three to five pounds. I consider that maintenance. Even sometimes up to seven pounds, some people will consider maintenance. For me, deadpan shit, no joke, no lie. I know that when I push that higher end of five plus, she don't feel so good. What do I say I don't feel good? 
okay? I can't, I can't, I can't fit my pants. <laughs> you guys have seen it. I've ripped my pants before. I can't fit into any of my denim shorts. Um, I don't feel comfortable and confident when I just stand up and say, hey, this is me. This is what I'm doing. This is where my body is. I'm just not feeling my best. And I'm maybe not making the best choices when it comes to either my mindset or my movement or what I'm consuming or drinking, okay? Sometimes those things get a little out of balance. I'm a human after all. And so I always know how to rein it in. Well, sometimes I don't want to fucking rein it in. Sometimes things are more important than paying attention to the fucking food on my plate. Did you see me get a little fiery there? Because guess what? I guarantee that you felt that way too. Because it's the truth. There's a lot of... uh, Guess what? I had a fucking toxic tits pulled out of my body. And then I thought uh, six months after that that I should go into a fucking calorie deficit. Are you nuts? This is probably where she should have had her own coach. Did I start therapy then? Yes, she did. Okay. So we had that and that's why I tabled it. I was like, oh man, this girl has a lot more to work through right now than fucking three to five pounds. Okay. She's a lot more. And by the way, and I'm going to say this to you because I've said this to so many of my clients and I say it to myself, when you are already trim, it is like cutting blood from a stone to get trimmer. And you really question, is this worth it? Yes or no? Why am I really doing this? Is the juice worth the squeeze? As one of my fabulous clients, Mel says. I can't answer that for you. I could answer it for myself. I had to get fucking down and dirty those two times. and be like, not right now. Not today. Tabling it. Do you know how fucking embarrassing that is to kind of show up on Instagram, say you're doing a mini cut for a couple weeks and then kind of fade off into never, never land and hoping to God nobody asked you about it because you weren't really ready to admit it to yourself? Yeah. That's hard. What's not hard is also knowing that I would come back to it when the time was right. That's the cool thing about knowing yourself enough to say, okay, no, not right now, but maybe when I'm really ready, I, it will be there for me. It will be there for me. I know that it will be because I know how to do it. So give myself that space to heal in other areas of my, my, my mind, my body, my relationship with self, my relationship with others. Let me fucking tell you right now, sometimes you can't lose the weight because you got to fuck some shit up with yourself and with other people in your life in the best way possible. Yeah. Trust me, I've watched clients do it. I've watched clients mend relationships and break relationships all across the board. Family members, loved ones, partners, you name it. Yeah. That's the deep work. And no, I'm not your therapist. You better find one because I had to find one too. (laughs) But sometimes it's that shit hanging around your neck, that literal weight that you have to shed first before the physical weight can come off. So guess what we do? We do the work. We get the self-help books. We listen to them on Audible. We do a podcast. We get Mel Robbins in your ear. You get a fucking therapist and you start talking to them every single week. And you're honest. 
You do that for you. And then guess what? There's no timeline on weight loss, kids. Don't tell me you got a fucking wedding to get ready for. Don't tell me you got some stupid beach vacation to get ready for. It doesn't matter. What matters is getting your mind right. Because when you do, the body, it can come later. And when it does, I promise you it's going to be so much easier. And it will be so much more fun. Guys, I decided to do my cut coming to Florida. (laughs) I'm actually laughing because it was fucking crazy. I was like, hmm, let's just do this when I'm going on quote unquote vacation-ish vibes, but don't get that twisted because I've been working the whole time. It's working in another location. Um, But yeah, I mean, come on, when we come to Florida, it's like, hey, let's go have some tequila on the beach. Hey, let's go to our favorite ice cream shop. Oh my God, those espresso martinis over there. We love them. The secret family recipe. Yes, I'll have one, please. Thank you very much. Um, I said, you know what? It's not the first time we're going there and it's not going to be the last time. So it's okay for me to be in a calorie deficit while I'm there. Because it's not going to be the first or last time that I'm going to have those experiences. So guess what? It's okay to say no for right now. Oh, fucking love that statement. Can you say that again? It's a no for right now. Do you know how empowering that is to say? It's not saying no. It's not saying never. It's not saying, oh, I can't have that. I'm on a diet. It's saying, hey, I'm choosing right now to choose something else that's for myself, not that. I'll see you later, though. I'll see you next time. Yeah. It's not a big deal. So guess what? I also knew it because I was like, shit, I'm going there for six weeks. I got five to six that I know makes me feel my best when I get down there. Let's fucking do it. Giddy on up. So she did. And I did it. Okay. I know that a stupid jaw injury happened to fall smack dab in the middle of it, which definitely caused me some restriction along the way. But I think you saw me. I was like, oh my gosh, girl needs to prioritize her protein. Hello, building blocks to some bone. Okay. She also is going to stay on her step game and she's just going to pay attention to nourishing her body the way that she needs to so she can heal. Timing is everything. Okay. So when you walk away from this podcast today, that's definitely full of a lot of energy and a lot of vulnerability. I want you to walk away knowing that you should never should yourself into any kind of diet or calorie deficit or into any way of eating that makes you feel like you need to do that in order to prove something or in order to get somewhere. You should want to show up when you want to, not because you need to. I promise you the experience will be so much more fun. It will be like a little game. That you Can I tell you that? Oh my God. When I first started tracking macros, it was like a game. I was like, oh, okay, let me see what I can have, what I can fit into here. Like, what can I do? Like, what kind of amazing things can I create? What foods bring me joy and how can I make them fit into my day? That is the fucking energy that you should be having when you are tracking macros and flexible dieting. It shouldn't be, 
oh my God, I only have this many calories and I have to eat this much protein. How am I going to do that? Standing in the fucking pantry, shoving marshmallows in your face and eating a can of tuna. No. If you're doing that, you better send me a DM, kids, because that's what I did the very first time around and it was miserable. But then I figured my shit out. And she came back to her chicken thighs. Everybody's like, why? Why the thigh, Jacqueline? I'm like, hello. We rely on the thigh, number one, because I love them because they are delicious, because they make me happy. So I'm going to plug those into my day every single day. I also love a sweet potato. So guess what, kids? Come on to the sweet potato train. Oh, and she likes lemon pepper broccoli? Yes, she does. If you ask me, Jacqueline, what is your number one go-to ride or die macro-friendly meal? It is chicken thighs with coffee barbecue rub. It is sweet and spicy sweet potato rounds. It is lemon pepper, broccoli, and a quarter of an avocado. Put it on a plate. I will come back to that bitch every single time. She's like coming home. She's a grounding meal. She feels delicious. She's satisfying me. She's friendly to whatever kind of deficit I'm in. She always has a place at the table. Did you find this episode inspirational? Did it give you some fucking permission to quit your cut right now and say, Hey, now's not the right time for me. I'm going to take a pause and I'm going to come back to when my mind is right and I really want to do this and I'm in it. Did you show up for the wrong reasons? Maybe you need to get clear with yourself on what your reasons need to be. What you want them to be. What are the right ones to make you show up? What are the wrong ones? I'd love for you to send me a DM if you feel like you want to be a little vulnerable because I sure sure as fuck was and and tell me why you will or why you won't yeah hashtag quit the cut I don't know (laughs) is that gonna hurt my business just kidding it's gonna make my business better why because I gave you permission to come back to it when you're ready when the time is right as always thank you for tuning in to the live well with Jacqueline podcast have a great day